It's a residency at the House of M's. This is Triple M Nights with Dave Gleeson. I can't believe you recorded an album like this, Phil. <laughs> well, not like this, actually. We didn't, we didn't Zoom it once, actually. It was just like, you know, emails, texting it on the phone, you know. It's, uh, it's such a different process, isn't it, over the last few years? Well, we see, we've always done it separately. We've always right. done that stuff separately, but uh, separate country, it was great, honestly. I, we, I don't think we'd go back to the other way, to be quite honest. Well, you get to share ideas, don't you, and, and, and kind of fully form them before, you, like when you're in a studio, you're kind of like, oh, what about this bit? 100%. That, that's it in a nutshell, exactly what you just said, because a lot of the time, you know, you, you're trying to finish it, and then someone will go, all well and good, like a suggestion or something, but then it, it, it messes the flow up. So mm. without a doubt, that, that's exactly it. So you're back. You've got your uh, your twelfth album, Diamond Star Halos. Bit of a tip of the hat there to Mark Bolan and T Rex. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and you were. I mean, not to date the band, but it was only a few years before that he was touring around England as you were young fellas growing up. You didn't sing that long ago, but yeah, absolutely. It was. Um, it, that's really when I first saw David Bowie and and, and Mark Bolan and that on, on top of the pops. It was a game changer you know my cousin had already got me into to zeppelin and purple hendrix and stuff like that but when i saw david bow it was it was a different thing it was like speaking to my general i was 14 so you know <laughs> really cool. but then to go on and you know bring out their albums um and 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 get to this i don't know nadir um huge uh success around the world um for a bunch of blokes from Sheffield, you must have thought, how, how do we get here? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's the it, not rocket science. It's the old, you know, working really hard, you know, which we still do. And I think that we still haven't achieved what, what we actually set out to do. There's, there's still a lot more, you know. I mean, to, just to put it in, in a context, um, what the Rolling Stones do, we, we want that. And what Queen do, you know, the, the way that the Queen catalogue or if you want want to call it is the way that everyone around the world knows it and it's so prominent and, and everyone knows it and sings along and everything so we want that really and we so we, we've haven't got there yet so there's, there's still a lot of ambition out there for that you know yeah a lot i mean that's the thing you kind of always have hills to climb don't you and and songs yeah. inside you um and that, that you need to get out you need to record you need to uh go out on the road and play Definitely. And I think, you know, the, the songwriting's got better. And I think as a, you know, especially me and Joe, we've we actually, I'm amazed because we've written loads of songs over the years, but this last couple of years, we, we just had this eureka moment. We just started writing these things and they were so fast. And we were always going, well, we can finish each other's sentences off. So here we are finishing each other's songs off. And it, it was fascinating that uh, our, creative and inspiring that that whole process was so that was that was wonderful yeah and and to have this the same lineup for such yeah. a long time and and know what each other are thinking as you say and and uh, and be able to play off each other must be a real kind of plus it is and i i, I gotta say again you know I, I, it still blows me away when i get on stage and me rick savage and vivian campbell do, do these three-part harmonies and we blend the way we do it i mean, it's like i honestly i go that's so they're using tapes and it's like, well, no, you really singing it. But seriously, just things like that, you know, that's because you're just doing it so, so long and just putting a lot into it. I think, you know, that's such a reward when you get stuff like that. 
Now, I've, uh, I've listened to the whole album. Kick is an absolute great song to start off with. I love it. It's kind of rollicking and and bawdy in some ways, but it's just, yeah. it, it seems like a great rock. Oh, it, it totally is. And initially, I, I wrote that with a guy called Dave Bassett, and, and we it wasn't for Def Leppard. I actually, I was thinking of a, a female artist or something. It was like, it would be great if there was a, like a, a, a younger or modern Joan Jett type person, you know. So, um, you know, I had that whole thing that obviously had We Will Rock You and, and Pour Some Sugar On Me, that that kind of style. And, um, you know, we wrote it, got it got it kind of finished. I, sh- I played it at Joe and he said, are you bonkers? That's a Def Leppard song. We have to do that. <laughs> so we, so he, he done a vocal on it and got everyone else on it. And then before you know it, it obviously is. And, it's, yeah, one of my favourites on the album, actually. How much writing do you do for other people? Do you... You know, throw songs out there. I've got demos and stuff like that. No, I mean, I, I try. Is, is um, I, I got a friend uh, again, Morgan Dore. We we just done some things, and there's a, a, a Cinemax, or well, actually, it was a Disney thing. We we actually did a couple of years ago. Um, but they're few and far between. Most of the stuff I end up doing, we end up using in Def Leppard. So it's uh, you know, because it's it's of a of an ilk, I guess. It's kind of that rock thing. So yeah. So not a lot of, of stuff actually gets out there, but um, I've just been doing, especially over the lockdown, you know, I was writing with a couple of people and it was actually really cool. You know, just kind of bringing different things in. I don't mean to preempt anything, but give me a kiss, mate. We've got to... <laughs> well, now on, on Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, well, uh, thank it's, you. Yeah, it's good an fun, absolute man. classic. Uh, again, you know, we, uh, we, me and Joe, you know, I, I had, a, had the chorus and, and, and some of the stuff and I just played it to him and he's like, I, I actually sent it to him. I'm in California. He's in Dublin. And the next morning I woke up and he'd it, it, it done all of these lyrics and, and pretty much done the, finished the song off. And, and then, uh, and, and that's what I mean. It was like, you know, it was meant to be just, just a bit, just a bit naughty, a bit more, Kind of New York dolls, a mm. bit sleazier than what we normally do, and and that that was so much fun doing that. Yeah, I love it. I reckon it's going to be a, it's going to be a staple of our radio station in years to come. Oh, I'm telling you, I did read an amazing fact. You're out, you're one of only five bands who've sold uh, two albums in ten million plus uh, of original studio albums. So it's so it's that difficult, isn't it? It well, especially now because people don't really buy kind of tangible product anymore it's, it's it was all streaming and before that was downloading so it's it's hard to really monitor that but um yeah we were we were really proud of that and i i think we didn't actually even realize it until we got our first award which was uh for the Asteria album and we went to this function and it was like elton john billy joel dave gilmore jimmy page all the zeppelin you know we're like you know acdc it was it was really it kind of hit home then, you know, and yeah, we got two of them. So that was, that was amazing. And, you know, obviously thanks to Mutt Lang as well, because he had a lot to do with all of that success as well, you know. And, and he, he obviously, obviously along, along with you guys, guys that's where you found the, the Def Leppard sound with, with Mutt in the, you know, in the early mid eighties. Absolutely. You know, we had a blueprint and it was, um, it was ACDC meets Queen. And 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 that was it was it because it was you know Queen it's amazing that but we weren't there a bit more of a hard rock band and it was the ACDC and I knew better for it than than Mutt obviously but um and he he was such a a, 
an aficionado uh, of, of, well, you know, of, of like pop music and country mm. music and everything right across. But obviously the ACDC stuff, it was just amazing. So, um, yeah, he created this sound that we kind of had in our heads, but we had no idea about how to get it. And it was like, yeah, let's make this hybrid and 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 go from there. So we're still doing that, actually. It was the yeah. month, you know. Um, now you're about to go on tour, summer tour coming up. Yeah. Awesome. With, uh, what about Motley Crue, Poison, Joan Jett? Wow. Fuck on. That'd be great. And, and we, you know, we've obviously, it got put off twice. It got cancelled twice. And we're actually really getting out there doing it this time. But uh, the, the, the great thing is that we're getting offers from other countries. Obviously, you know, it'd be great to bring that, all that lot over to see you lot as well. That'd be really cool. It would you've had some fantastic tours down here in Australia, mate? And uh, I've been I've been to a few shows. Um, now, one more thing I was going to talk about is um, how you changed your life in uh, in the early eighties or, or mid eighties. You decided you you can you can't make money being an alcoholic. You can be you can, you can you can be in a band for the rest of your life, and you're as fit as a fiddle, sir. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I actually was like I started blacking out, and my best friend Steve Clark, you know, obviously we, we were yeah. kind of like drinking buddies, and I was like, it just I kept you know I I I borrowed Joe's car once, and me and Steve went out in Dublin, and I brought it back, left the doors open, the radio was on, the key was in there, I had no idea. You know, extra earring, you know, all of this stupid stuff. And it, and it just got worse and worse. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to stop this. Is it, It's not going to end well. So I did. And obviously Steve Steve couldn't. And uh, it, it it didn't end well, you know. It's, so just earlier on, I just noticed that that when I did stop drinking, um, I had all these other benefits, like two hours extra in a day. And that's when I started, like, working out and doing all that stuff and just researching it, really, researching, you know, Add, add to keep um, the body in, in good shape. And and just it keeps you young as well. I mean, even, even now I feel like better than I did when I was 30. Sure, sure. And getting out there on your – it's a great place to uh, do fitness in LA, yeah? It is. But, you know, I, I actually – since the whole thing, I've stopped going to the gym. And I actually, you know, obviously didn't go to a gym, so I do everything at home. And it's right. – uh, and it works, you know, obviously I've been to all these different gyms and worked out with different people over the years. So you, you take all the good bits and – it's like MMA, you know, but you, it's to do with the, with the fitness world. You take little bits here and there and just make the best part. So, uh, yeah, and no, I'm, I'm thrilled about that because, I, like I said, I, I feel great. I don't have any aches and pains and, yeah, that's all good. Well, you've given me inspiration. I'm in a, I'm in a band here in Australia or a couple of bands um, and I used to take my shirt off on stage all the time. And then, of course, you know, had kids, got the paunch, all that. <laughs> and then I see you on stage in 2018 that, mad photo with you with the shirt off I'm like I can do that <laughs> you absolutely can so the uh, the, the trick is because you know after we got out the first time the tour got cancelled they said this ain't gonna happen for at least a year I was like all right I'm gonna pig out and I put on like 25 pounds or something <laughs> like 10 11 kilos or something and I was like oh this is great you know just just pigging out and uh then I was like I couldn't get it off it was actually really struggled to get it off so I, I think that the Real trick, like about eight months ago, I was the fittest I've ever been in my life. And I, I think it was a, a slow process. It was probably a six-month period um, of, of not killing myself working out, but bringing the, the food consumption down. Yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> knocking th- and it actually worked, but it it's, it's, takes longer than you expect. 
And, and well, at first I got disheartened, and that's the trick, really. Well, I'll use you as inspiration, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thank uh, you. Your 12th album, Diamond Star Halos, is out uh, very soon, May, I think. And yeah. uh, hopefully you'll be, be able to get over to Australia and play some, uh, do a bit of touring down here. Oh, I can't wait, actually. Re- really can't wait. So love it down there. It'd be awesome. Go and see my cousin, Claire, as well. She's down there. Shout out for her. Awesome, mate. Well, thanks for your time, Phil. All righty. God bless, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Take care.